Welcome and thank you for joining Save Our Sisters Unplugged. If you're looking for a sisterhood of intelligent women to network with, then this is a podcast for you. We'll be letting our hair down and spilling all the tea on an array of topics and gain insight into what women really think. My name is Noreen Foy and I'll be your host. Now let's get started. into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. When you know which it is, you know exactly what to do. Welcome to another episode of the Save Our Sisters Unplugged podcast. To help me with today's topic, I have my first ever guests in my new studio, and they will be helping me dissect the dynamics of relationships. Welcome, Mickey and Sharon. What's good? What's good? Everything and nothing. I know, right? (laughs) Before we get into the thick of things, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Kids, marital status. We'll go ahead and start with Mickey. Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Mickey. Ooh, my marital status is entanglement. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I'm single. Uh, I have an 18-year-old right now. I'm in between jobs um, looking for a sugar daddy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's... um, I I know a whole lot about relationships. I've been in a lot of them. So, I'm I'm very happy to, you know, just come out here and just let y'all know my views. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What about you, Cher? Um, I'm Sharon. I am divorced. Uh, going on happily. eleven years now. Yes, happily. Yeah, yes. Me too. Right. Me too. <laughs> and I have five children, starting age thirty-one down to seventeen. And uh, I have also been in multiple relationships. That some were good, some were not. Um, Clearly, I'm not with those, any of them at all. <laughs> but um, I always work with people and just get to know someone. Like, when you start a relationship, always start off on a friendship basis. I'm ready to get into this, too. Amen. Good. Well, and we already know my story, so I already spilled my guts in the last episode. So, we. But for those that hadn't listened to the last episode, I have three kids. I have three grandkids. I am also... So ecstatically divorced, and I am remarried, and this one's working out so far. Yay! So we're happy with with New Bay. Woo with New Bay, <laughs> New Bay. He's a very good guy. Yay! So before we get into the thick of things, tell me, what do you know about relationships? Like, was there anyone that sat you down and said, "Hey, you know what? As a woman." This is what relationships are like. Nah, I ain't even gonna go there. I mean, <laughs> sitting down watching like you know my my mom and my dad or whatever. My mom took a whole lot uh, off my dad, so that right there that set the tone for me because I was like, okay, if my mom could take it, I could take it too. So growing up, I always thought that you know the woman's supposed to do what a man says and and things of that nature. So. That's what started the mood, and then watching my aunt and her entanglements because she was living with a man, and then she was in love with her baby's father, with two of them, and it just went from there. But I've always wanted my own, though, so it's like 
you want the fairy tale, but then you're watching this over here and realize that there's not. So with relationships, I've always thought, you know, I wanted my own, but then people don't act right. So nobody ever saw, set me down and was like, okay, this is what a relationship is supposed to be like. Or don't follow in my footsteps. Or, you know, don't take this off of a man, you know. Um, just watching other people and knowing that it's wrong and then you find yourself in it, that's something totally different. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. What about you, Sherry? Um, well, no, like, just watching my parents, my grandparents, um, on my dad's side, they were together forever. But I do understand that they had complicated, like, they had problems. My grandfather wasn't always, like, the best person that he could be for the family or their relationship. And then my parents, they're married forever, too. And it's like, I know growing up, they bumped heads a lot. There was arguments. And so I really didn't have anyone to tell me just to, I learned by watching relationships come, go, or last and not last, or you could see the smoke screen, like what's supposed to be or what the facade they're living in, what's actually right. happening. So I really didn't, I saw a couple people, you know, Younger, some younger, some older growing up that it seemed like they were happy and I really wasn't given any relationship advice coming up. Like my mom would say, oh, he's probably not the one for you or just watch his behavior or something like that. But my dad always taught me you're independent, don't rely on anyone. You make sure you always have your this, that, and the other as a backup plan basically. So it's not like, oh, this is what you need to do to keep it together or, you know, I didn't see that. I'm sorry, I didn't get that verbally told to me. Right. I never had that either. And my parents are like devout Christians and very conservative. So, I mean, if you had to talk about relationships, I mean, you had to talk about your feelings. You had to talk about sex, all the, all, everything that goes with relationships. But, you know, I really wish that there wasn't a disconnect between our parents' generation and us when it comes to that. You know, mm -hmm. so this is why one of the reasons why I wanted to have this sit-down discussion because I think we need to build a bridge between our generation right. and the millennials and the generation after that. Oh, right. You know, because well, there are some things that, there are some things that we need to know that I would have wished my mom had told me, for instance, who knew that you was going to get gray hairs on your vagina? Did you know that? I, yes, I, I did know that. You know what? Well, I, I started out young when it came down to that song. I mean, just looking down there with a mirror. Jeez, well, that's my best friend's mom told me that, and I was—it wasn't on purpose. She was just having a conversation about her hair being gray, and you know, you'd be in a hairdresser or whatever. She said, "Oh, honey, you get gray everywhere." everywhere. I was like, "What?" See, I wouldn't have been shocked if somebody had said that. But right. yeah, I had to. I had self discovery. I I didn't even make the connection. I wasn't thinking about that. I'm thinking it's gonna still look like a 12 year old thing. Now we sitting up here, we grooming and stuff like that, trying to snip, snip up, up. Oh, try not to cut. Oh, try not that. to cut yourself. Right. That's it. That's yeah, that self. tragic. <laughs> Man, so tragic. <laughs> no waxing. <laughs> so what was the first, like, um, solid relationship that you saw? I haven't seen one yet, and I'm sorry. I, I, really? I have not seen one yet. 
I have not seen a, like, personally, I have not seen a solid relationship. I mean, because, like, right now, it just, oh. if it's on TV, of course, it's make-believe. And then right now, with the little TV shows, you know, that they do, the live TV shows and stuff like that, even they have, like, you know, really serious issues, you know, alcohol, drugs, you know, cheating, lying, and things of that nature. So, you know, you don't see that. I mean, the closest thing that I've seen to, like, a perfect marriage, and do we really know if it's perfect, would be the Obamas. That's true. That's it. That I mean, look at look at the president that we just had. He grabbed people, crowd, uh, you know, stuff mm. for a living. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's probably, like, the closest thing that, you know, we've seen to, what well, I've seen to a perfect marriage. I would say I saw, like, um, what was it, the, the Cosby Show? Oh, no. You yeah. know, that was for 10. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you fantasize. You're like, okay. Yeah. Even if you didn't have it at home. Right. You know, you right. saw, That's... even though my parents been married, what, almost 57 years now? Mm-hmm. And they have nine kids and mm-hmm. only for each other. And, you mm. know, they were virgins when they got married. Really? Yeah. So, well, that part you don't even see anymore. Oh, I mean, no. People are waiting for marriage for oh, that. But. Oh, no. I mean, because everything right now is verbalized in music. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kids these days, they don't find out sex, about sex through, you know, parents or mom or dad or anything. You listen popping it on a handstand or, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, popping it out or, you know, by music. So that's what they think, and you know, uh, even with Facebook, you know, you look on there and you see these little kids popping it, like really getting it, and they doing stuff that shoot I can't even do yet. So I mean, that's where the talks don't come in at, and then you wonder why your kids, you you know, you wonder why grown men looking at your kids because you're not teaching them any better. Exactly. I mean, it, please, please tell me if I'm wrong. No, like, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, the society has desensitized a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not the censors that used to be on TV, no guidelines, and just on the regular channel. Man. Like, it's almost anything goes, and that, mm-hmm. if you're, you as a parent letting your children watch that, then that's taken away from to me, a better mindset with morals and values that they could probably have. Right. And um, I have a best friend who she got married at 16. Her parents had to sign for her back then to get married, and her and her husband are still together, and that's probably the first stable relationship that I've seen, and I met her at uh, one of my old jobs back in 99. And, like, just watching them, of course everyone votes heads or whatever, and I remember she had said they got into these arguments, and every time they get to a really bad one, um, she would rip up their marriage certificate, and it's in a frame right now, all taped together. I was about to say how many copies she got. Uh, just the one, but you know, it's been taped and retaped. But, you know, you will have your ups and downs, and I mean, if you're willing to fight through that and stick together, then that's how it stays solid. That's the key. That's the key right That's the key. That's the key. Yeah. I don't know how my parents lasted that long, but, I mean, you know, I'm in it for the long haul. I mean, this second time Mm -hmm. around, it's working out so far. We still like each other. We still respect each other. And I think that's um, 
that's one of the one of the things that I feel is really necessary for a successful relationship is respect. Mm. Oh, definitely. And a lot of people just go into stuff, you know, they talk to their spouse any way they want mm. to and you know, and I, I just look because I'm like I have so much respect for my husband. Like I would never talk to him. I am so mindful. I'm res- it's ingrained in me to be mm-hmm. respectful, period. Right. You know, but I feel like when you have somebody that's down to write for you, mm-hmm. you know, why why not respect them? Right. Why would you want to talk to them any kind of way and, and belittle them and emasculate them? That Like, you break that man down for the next lady. Now, the next lady is getting a smaller percentage of what that man was when he was with you. Right. 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 That's, you know? That's it. I mean, and you you see people that do that because they're not happy with themselves. So they have to, they feel like they have to do that in order to get whoever it is to act right. right. And I mean, you be happy with yourself so you can be happy, make, make your mate happy. Be right. Happy with them because if happiness comes from within, y'all both starting with yourself, then right. when you come together, I mean. Yeah, nah, exactly. that's way out the window now. Like, you see like maybe 3% that would actually do that. I'm just saying. And and not only that, you have to really have really open communication. Mm, what's that? Because that's one of the things. Like I had to do a psychology project one time when I was in school. Mm-hmm. It was psychology or sociology, and um, we had to do this project where we had to couples would sit down and go through everything a married couple would have to deal with in a marriage, like the finances, location, children, birth control, you know, what a relocation for job. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people going into relationships with this dating mindset opposed to like marriage. a marriage mindset. Right. You know? And I know you have to date to get to the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, but some people just solely want to just serial date. Yeah. You know, I, I do. Make a real commitment. <laughs> I I, I'm serious. I do. I, I, I've been married twice. And I know for a fact that I got married for the wrong reasons. Now that I look at it, well, even then, I look at it and I got married for the wrong reasons. And now I just feel like I'm 44 years old. And I just don't want to get married again. Like, right now, I just got into an engagement, like, three days ago. And I know for a fact that what I'm doing is not right. But I'm going to take this engagement all the way out, like, for years. I can't see myself getting married to him. And I know that he's not ready, and I know that I'm not ready. But I know it sounds really bad, but that's, that's just how I'm looking at it. I'm I'm really looking at it like I'm just going to date. Well, I don't blame you, and I'm definitely not judging you because, yeah. you know, that's your life decision. You know, mm-hmm. what works for somebody else may not work for you. I know. I, I mean, mean I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't look at as anybody, you know, judging me because to each his own. But I just feel like marriage is not, is not for me. I feel like it is. It's not for me. It's not for most people. Or some people should know it's not for them, but oh, go yeah. in anyway. Yeah, right. go in anyway. And, and then that conversation I mentioned earlier about the finances, the children, and all that, they and don't never sit have, down and no. have that. No. Right. And then, and that's how you get into these um, relationships where 
you're not married to the right person mm-hmm. because had you just did the due diligence prior to getting married to that person, mm-hmm. you would have known that they didn't want more kids or you would have known that they're disrespectful, you know, or they're mm-hmm. bad with money or they like to spend all the extra money on oh, at the yeah. boat. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Man, yeah. why are you in my life right now? Stop <laughs> <laughs> in my life right now. And that's where the communication part comes in, too, because yeah. if you can communicate, then you know. Yeah, I'm just like, wow. Seriously. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where you just, you just don't know well for me i know the person that i'm with right now he's not good with money he has kids and we talking about like a football team and and uh, he he's one of them people that likes to tear you down when he talks to you now just as well as he if he give it i give it too I mean, and that's just the type of relationship that we have. We've been in this relationship for like what now a year? Um, yeah, it's been it's been about a year. It's been about a year, and let me tell you, it's been a rocky road from month three. Oh wow! But we're still in it. I mean, I just we just basically get back in it. So yeah. So you ask yourself, why you stay in it? I, I want to say I probably stay in it because I'm tired. I'm tired of starting over. And I know that's like the wrong reason to stay in anything. But I'm looking at my age. I'm looking at, you know, what I go through. Like I, my, my um, medical right. reasons and things of that nature. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just tired. And I'm not telling anybody to, to get with somebody and stay with them because of medical or because... But for me, I'm just at that that road to where that I just don't want to start over. And each person that I start over with, it's like I picked the wrong guy. I have, I'm a shallow owl. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't, if I can't look at you and feel something below when I look at you, there's no need for me. To talk to you, they have to be tall, light skinned. Team light skinned. Team light skinned. I mean, for me, and I've had a couple of dark ones. I'm not even gonna say that, but most of them has been light skinned. Yeah. And I, I promise you, they, they're, they're the gangster type. She likes the thug. Thug. I like the thug kind. I'm a little thug myself, but I'm I'm professional with mine. So there was such thing as professional thug. Professional thug. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, with that, I I I've, I've never derived away from that, and I wouldn't know how to treat a bookworm. I I probably ran all over a bookworm. I ain't even lying. I ain't gonna lie. I probably would too. I know, right? You, you know, gotta have that. Ugh. Yes, there's something about when a man talk to you, like mm. you just know to shut up. Like it's just Ooh. the way they say it or the way they look at you when Ooh. they say it. You're like, let me just go ahead and just sit out somewhere. I'm gonna shut my up. Yeah, Ooh. just sit in the corner and just mm. be quiet. Ooh, I'm <laughs> just. Just tell me to shut up. Okay, I'm going to do it, Daddy. Yes. Oh, oh. Hello. <laughs> nurse. 
Yes, baby. Shut up. Okay, I'm set up, Daddy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Crossing my legs while I'm doing it. Yes. <laughs> See, and that's and that's another thing that you know in relationships, people get into them and they don't even like each other. It's like trying to shove a, a square in a circle. You know, try to shove a square peg in a circle. Yeah. And you don't like the person, but you like how they look on paper. And so you just want to get in with them. Hitch mm. your wagon to theirs right away. Mm-hmm. Oh, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I don't have anybody like that. Like that. I, I grew up kind of like a tomboy. So, but I still had that feminine side. I didn't really want to be, like, act like a boy or something. I just really wasn't into dresses. Mm-hmm. So I can relate, like, to guys, like, talk to them and have a conversation with no problem. Mm-hmm. So I can get to know you as a friend first before I would even take it into a relationship status. So I'm like, no matter what you look like, it's what's on the inside. To me, that counts. And that'll make you look better on the outside. But of course, Mickey don't do that. You know what? <laughs> just because you, you need are, Mickey alone. Just, just because you're a female pimp, that don't mean nothing, okay? I don't think I, No, no, no. You know what, though? We're not even going to discuss this right, right now, but we're going to wait. We're going to wait. I'm, I'm going to talk to you after this. You know? <laughs> so, um, the song say, ladies is pimps too. Right. She is. <laughs> like, I look, I have seen her. I, I learned some of my game from her, for real, though. That's the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing I now. myself. Like, I don't lie. Look, I she has, like, this Vivica you. Fox side. Like, seriously. I, def- I used to call her Vivica all the time because she'd sit there and she had them eyes bad and she'd look at you and, ooh. That's her. Hey, everybody I, got their thing. I don't see that. I don't know, just me. <laughs> they <laughs> flock to her. See, I don't, I've never had that. Nobody flocks to me. She gets it all the time. I I she, she be like, hey, how you doing? They be like, dang, shorty. Like, oh, my Did God. Say, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah that's how that's you doing. You do that little bat eye and stuff like that. Like, I don't. I yeah, don't yes, you much. do. No. <laughs> No, you know you get your cat, cat eyes going and stuff like that. It's the same, do it. So, what are some of the biggest mistakes you think women make in relationships? Ignoring red flags. Yes. Yellow, red, green, blue, orange, purple. It don't matter. Yeah, missing. I can't say missing the warning signs. Not taking heed. Staying too long. Settling. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, settling. Yeah. yeah settling. That's that's huge. Yeah. And you know what? Some people haven't been taught the red flags because they don't have forums like this where women would sit down and have real conversations with them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of young girls. Uh, I grew up in the islands, so there's a lot of young girls, like when they get pregnant, they get kicked out of their house. Mm-hmm. And I think those are teachable moments. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so in a situation like that, I think if somebody would have sat her down and be like, baby, you can't get pregnant the first time. And you know what, if this guy is pressuring you to have sex, telling you that he loves you just so you can have sex and all that stuff, you probably don't want to be with him. Mm. You know, these are some red flags that you might want to pay attention to. If he's hanging around other girls, you're probably not the only one. You're not exclusive. You know, if he has a bunch of babies out there that he's not minding, taking care of, you probably don't want to be with him if he's violent and he is, you know, manipulative and right. puts you down. You probably don't want to be with him, baby. Mm-hmm. Just let that one go. But mm-hmm. a lot of women always feel like 
or maybe they don't realize that they're the prize. Mm. You're not supposed to be out there looking for a man. Exactly. The man is supposed to look for you. I mean, the Bible said he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Yeah, mm. but we're, I mean, now you have it to where the people don't even believe in the Bible now. I know. You know what I'm so saying? People don't religions. even, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I I'm not even gonna lie. My aunt had something sort of like the talk that you just did, but shoot, that only just made me want to go for that. Like to be actually, I'm I'm maybe I'm the opposite, because like she was like, you know, um, they only want to get in your pants. Well, thank God I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21. Now she did instill that into me. And so when I did get, when I did make it to 21, I wasn't buck wild. I had one partner, but you know what I'm saying? When I, by the time I turned 24, I got pregnant with my son and I probably had like maybe two partners since I was 21. So, and even then I was scared as crap to let my aunt know that I was pregnant, but I was already out of our house. And had moved into an apartment and had my job and had a car and everything. So she did put the fear of God in us like that. But, you know, her daughter had her, had, you know, kids when she was like 16, 15, 16. Uh So I knew that I didn't want to be like that. But it wasn't nothing that actually really just happened at that time when, when, uh, you know, your teenagers got pregnant. All they just said was, don't bring the baby home. That's it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you feel like you can't bring the baby home, then you feel like when you get pregnant, then gotta nobody's going to support you. Mm-hmm. And that's where the hidden pregnancies and stuff like that come from. And a whole lot of people were doing that and taking babies and putting them in garbages and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. In which, yeah. you know, uh, and I can remember when Brenda, Brenda had a baby, you know, came out like people related to that because, you know, you had, you know, teenagers that was out doing that. You know, um, I remember my best friend because of the way that her her family was set up and the way her household was set up, she would come to school and have sex in the janitor's closet. Oh wow. Or she would go down like she would make like she would go to my house and she would be down the road and you know, she even got condoms stuck in her, and I didn't know what oh, to do. Okay. And I had to tell her, you know, hey, you know, this is what you do to get the condom out. What, you didn't go in and fish it out for? No, I, I mean, shoot, I, I, she had been ran She's through, so God knows how, how far that condom was stuck in there. Oh, I, my goodness. I, I mean, I'm a friend to you, but I ain't that type of friend to you. We are not that Right, close. we are not that close. I, I mean, I love you. I, I love you, but I love you enough to tell you to get in there and run some water. Do what you got to do, baby. Mm-hmm. I Does can't do it work? for you. Water? No, actually, okay. For everybody that's listening, if you did get a <laughs> something like that stuck in you, you, I mean, it would be kind of like a, a a big douche. Like you would take, you would get some warm water, mm-hmm. you would put some vinegar in it, and you would get in the the bathtub and open up your legs and let the water flow through there. And then when you get up, it's gonna drop. Is that oh, right? It will drop. Yeah. It will drop. Mm-hmm. 
people mm -hmm. Trump. She did it. That's some tea just got spilled right there. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I got more of where that come from. Just hit me on W. Nah, just <laughs> <laughs> nah, see? You got oh, yeah, I got a hotline. Pencil and paper. <laughs> right, right. I got a hotline if you really want to talk about it. Let's get real. I only nah. charge five ninety five per five minutes. That's, <laughs> it. That's all you're going to get from me. And you know, one other thing I wanted to touch on, one of the other things that mistakes that women make in the relationship, gossiping about their partner, bringing oh, everybody, right. every and anybody into the relationship, running that poor man down to your girlfriend group. Hmm. I, because here's the thing, you mad yeah. at him. Yeah. That's true. No, you mad, I'm gonna get back and then I'll go ahead and tell Mickey and Sharon what's going on. Mm. And then we make up. Mm -hmm. Y'all still mad. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't know we made up. You know, and and the, the bad thing about that is doing that is when you you have to tell the good things too. Yeah. Right. You can't just right. make it seem like this poor person, you know, is so bad on so bad. Right. Yeah. And you bring yeah. little Johnny to the barbecue and everybody mean mugging. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, baby, no. Right. Let me like just trying to get himself a plate. Right. <laughs> you know. Coming in with his potato salad with the raisins in it, trying That's to get true. a plate. She just don't know them raisins are flies. I'm just telling you for real. Like, do the balls. Yeah, do that's the a lot. That's a lot of people do it. I've yeah. seen a lot of um, I don't know, just millennials and 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 younger. They always on Facebook putting all their business on there and mm -hmm. everything that's going on in their life. They want to talk about it on Facebook. I'm like, if you need some real conversation, man, just. Go to your auntie or, you know, social your, media. your bonus auntie. Your yeah. Social media is not for it's that. It's not for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can actually say that I have, like, maybe two, two real friends in my life that I can actually go to. And that's another thing. Some of us, we're, we're ashamed to go to whoever it is and talk about it because you feel like you're going to be judged. I know... Uh, with Sharon, I have actually, you know, grown to where that I could talk to her about anything. Like, some of the conversations that I talk to her about, she'd be like, I don't even want to hear it. But I'm but not I, girl. Right. I don't even want to hear it, but I, I'm going to go ahead on and listen to it out, but I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> so, I have to tell her, I'd be like, look, I know you don't want to hear it, but let me tell you about what happened last night. She'd be like, oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. But it, it works that mm -hmm. way. And she yeah. knows that when I'm talking to her about whoever that I'm dealing with at that time that <laughs> I do mean uh, but it's because I'm upset and I want to know if I'm right or not because yeah. I think negative a lot so when I'm like okay you know what am I right about this nine times out of ten she gonna be like yeah Mickey you should have handled it this way but that one percent she'd be like nah Mickey you weren't right you, you know you was you was right about it and stuff like that so, I mean, it's it's a lot. It's it's not that when I'm talking to her about whatever that's going wrong that I want her to be like, you know what, you're about to get ready to go with them, whoop his tail, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I just want to know, you know, my, you know, her way of thinking. Because, like, a lot, I look up to her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she she has some really good qualities. She do. She do sometimes. I look up to her too. I know. I guess I am the oldest in the room. Okay, my bad. Okay. I mean, I don't think age has anything to do with it. I just think that because of the person that you are. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, 
Like, I, I have four sisters, mm -hmm. you know, and it would be good to be able to call up your sister, like your biological mm -hmm. sister, and talk right. about certain things. Mm -hmm. You know, currently I only have one that I can really go in and just bear my soul with right, right. now. Mm -hmm. You know, but when you, when, when she's on break or, you know, too busy because, you know, she's a big time loctician. You know, right. so mm -hmm. she be out there doing her thing as she man yeah. busy sometimes. But mm -hmm. you know, when I need when I need a fix real quick, mm -hmm. somebody that's close. You know, there's a couple of women that I can turn to, mm -hmm. and Sherrod is one of them. Yeah, you know, we yeah. talked about a lot of stuff. Ooh, that's okay. Yeah. I remember half of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I might have need to have you sign a non-disclosure. Please, please do. If we if we break up, that's right. it. Because I call her wife number one, and then I have another friend called Sharon, I call her wife number two. See, and that's a problem, too. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I don't like about some women. When you when it's mad day, they want to tell all your business. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and I would never be friends with somebody like no. that again. No, no, no. I can never no. be friends. Nah, yeah, no, that's no what's wrong with the circle. Yeah, we have right. to keep that sisterhood strong together, right? Yeah. But yeah. people don't even believe in sisterhood no more, though. Like it's that has like went way left, especially when it comes down to a man. Oh, oh my God! Oh, they they would rather tear you down instead of going to your man. I, I'm I'm not I'm not sleeping with the woman. That my 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 crumbs is not with her. My crumbs right. is whoever that I'm I'm laying down with. Exactly. So exactly. if I'm laying down with this dude, I'm a, but here's what I will do. I am gonna go to her so that she will know. Hey, you gonna say I don't know if you know about me, so on and so forth. But and then even they so. don't even care. Like I I I just got finished doing that. And she didn't even care. Like, she went back on social media and did something else. And I'm like, she really just did. You know what? I'm going to wait until mid-summer and mess up. But no. Oh. I did. I had to think about it. <laughs> I was like, nah, I ain't even going to do that. But you know what I'm saying? I'm going to address the dude. So, that's what I did. Yeah. So, and, that's, and that's a lot of what we need to do. Mm -hmm. Especially in situations like that when another guy is involved. Yeah. Don't go, don't go tearing the woman down. Right. Because you don't know what he's telling her. Right. right. You, right. And this, you, you having a threesome and you didn't even... Know that you was in one, right? Right, oh right, and he's such the victim after that. Oh my, oh my gosh. goodness, oh, oh. yes, <laughs> yeah, do me wrong. Yeah. yeah, I just got that too. You broke my heart. <sighs> so, you so Mickey, you touched on something earlier. You talked about red flags. Mm. You know, what other red flags do you think women need to look out for in relationships? If he ain't got no driver's license, he a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, lying. No oh, communication. Yes. You cannot... If he looks at everything that you say as an argument or he's rolling his eyes and putting his head back, yeah, girl, run. If he, you know what I'm saying, tell you, okay, I'm not ready for a commitment, please believe that. And them secretive, them secretive evasive ones. Right. Say, so where you been? Why you want to know? Why you want to know? Mm -hmm. Because guess what? No, you don't need to think. I need to know right now. Or right. Always asking you where you going, where you been, what right. you doing. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, or the ones that have their, their phone in their hand, and you know they have their phone in their hand all the time, but when you call, they don't answer. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Or put the phone face down and oh, man. something. Turn the yeah. record down off. Turn the that's, that's definitely like a big flag. That can like, real big like, flag. Like, why are you turning your phone down? Like, right, and why are you sitting? Talking to? Right, my phone exactly. <laughs> the sneaking, hiding, the starting stuff. To or you sitting in there on, yeah. on your phone in the bathroom for like 15, 20 minutes, knowing good what it doesn't take that long to poop. I mean, seriously. Yes, like, man, you got seven minutes tops with me, huh? So I'm coming in there now. <laughs> and those that um, isolate you from your friends and families. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. That's a big red flag. Because yeah. then that could, you could be grooming you for a domestic violence situation. Yeah. That's yeah. real yeah. And some young girls really need to pay attention to that. Oh, they think it's cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, they think it's cute. I used to think it was cute. Oh, Up God. until it got like really major, and I was like, this dude is crazy. Yeah. gotta get him. All of a sudden, it wasn't cute. It wasn't cute after I like actually felt it, felt it. Like, you know, the little, oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna beat your tail if I see you over here. And then, okay, daddy, I'll do it. Now it's like, okay, you crazy. Like, yeah. You know? Just walk away from that. Mm-hmm. See, Run. that's one thing that I decided a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I've seen so much domestic abuse in my family. Yeah. I've had girlfriends that have domestic abuse situations, my daughter. Mm. Like, I, before I even started having children, like, mm-hmm. I had already decided that that's not for me. Yeah. I, I will never judge women that stay in those situations. Mm-hmm. However, comma, Noreen is not about that life. Yeah. I don't I even do. care how cute you are. I don't care if you're paying the full mortgage and the car note. And buying all the groceries and paying all the bills. I do not care. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I am out. Okay. Yeah, I've done that. I've been, I and I've actually stayed. I've I've actually stayed up until I just felt like I just couldn't do it no more. I like, just I went life. To, yeah, I went to jail because of that. Because he he actually, it was it was the end of it for me. Like that was my first marriage. I should have left when I got pregnant. I should have left because after that, it just, it seems like after we get married, the I do's turn into I don'ts. Oh, wow. And then I can remember being pregnant, like really like pregnant, pregnant, maybe seven months and being drugged through the living room to the kitchen by my hair, him kicking me in my stomach and stuff like that. And I wouldn't even fight back. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Like I remember so much. From my first and second marriage, all the way on up through. So, you know, anybody to tell you, you know, well, I took it. And that was another reason being because, you know, I saw my mom take it. Right. Like, I saw my mom get beat to, like, inches of her life to where that I was just like, okay, she took it. I could take it. That's one of the reasons why we need to have these conversations. Be like, look, don't do as I did. Don't do as I did, you know. This is a different route. Do right. a different route. Walk you know away. what I'm saying? Walk, run. run. Don't, yeah. don't, don't walk. Run. If you see this, run. So yeah, you know. we, we'll probably have to do a whole different segment on domestic mm-hmm. abuse. Because oh yeah, that's a tough situation. It's it a is. broad topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a lot of like in my in my situation, I thought that if I wasn't getting hit, that I wasn't being abused. Yeah. And the mind manipulation, that, that's also, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. abuse. Definitely. Yeah. I so. would rather get, I would rather get hit, even now. I would rather get hit 
then have you talk down to me. I cannot stand nobody to talk no. down to me. How about I don't want either? True. Yeah. True. Yeah, I don't want either, but I'm just saying if I had to choose, I would rather for us to fight it out than for you to 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 uh talk down to me. I cannot mm-hmm. stand that. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. So so being secretive, being mm-hmm. violent, disregarding boundaries, that's yeah. another thing. That's another thing. That looking at the phone and stuff. Oh and my goodness. Wanting to know who who's been calling you and yeah. hitting you up every time your phone go off, they like breaking their neck to be like, mm-hmm. Who's that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Making your decisions for you. Ah. Uh. You know, I, I've seen where people in restaurants, like, they're having dinner and the man just orders for everybody. For, for everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I know I'm trying to lose a little weight, but uh, I wasn't trying to have a salad today. Mm. But thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you must go eat that. Because that's I'm not like, what I want. I'll be having the, the pan-seared ribeye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you very much. Not the ribeye. Oh, yeah, girl. That's my, that's my meat right there. I got some seasoned and ready right now. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'll be back. Thank you. I'll be back. Yeah, I think that those red flags, I think um, young girls, and, and, and even, you know, it doesn't have to be young, but sometimes, you know, you got to really, there's a saying, you got to bend that tree while it's young. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We really need to reach these girls when they're girls. When they come teenagers, you know, they come into themselves, but when they get into their early 20s, oh, they think they know everything at that point. Mm-mm. You know, we have kids in that age group, so you already know. <laughs> yeah. I never drank so much that my teen years, when them kids was in the teenagers, oh mm-hmm. my lord. Mm-hmm. And as a single parent, that was too much hormones for me to handle. Oh yeah. That was a lot. Oh yeah, we had more girls in the house than boys, and of course, all that femininity, hormones, puberty, attitudes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, definitely. So, let's talk about sex. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, that salt and pepper said, you right. should be making love. Mm, <laughs> no. Mm, mm, no, sometimes it's just different. Well, how important is sex in relationships? Oh, man. Well, let's talk in the sense of committed relationships. We're not talking okay. about, you know, like okay. while you're dating, while, while you're, you're dating. in a relationship. And I still say sex is, man, yeah, definitely. That's, I say right about 70%. Important? 70%? 70%. 70 to 80% important. Don't mind that I'm surprised. I agree. Like, I say, <laughs> like, like the whole 70, man, that's, that's the whole, that's damn near the whole relationship. Yeah. Well, yeah. because, I'm like, okay, so it's not just about sex. I no, mean, it's, it's the, intimacy. the intimacy. Yeah, yeah, it's the intimacy. Don't don't get it twisted. I'm not saying okay, wham bam, thank you, ma'am. See you tomorrow. But I'm just saying like it's the the caressing, the the holding afterwards. Oh, I was about to get ready to say something like, oh, I don't know. I, I did this meme that says you know after sex don't touch me because you're ugly to me now. And <laughs> I need a break. But yeah, something like that. That's I just hilarious. that just. Popped up in my mind, but yeah, I mean it's it's that afterwards. It's you know that one on one. I don't know. It's, it's something about it, you know. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, it's not everything, but, um, you know, okay, so when I, when I was single, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I had my bottom moment, because I've been on the bottom a long time before, um, and when I'm talking bottom, I'm, I'm talking just feeling like my self-worth was Mm. so low mm-hmm. like nobody like after my divorce you know you go through that phase where mm-hmm. you feel like nobody will ever love you mm-hmm. and um and my father was one of those people that always put that in my head mm. you know always be from man to man and so every time I had a breakup I would think about that and so after divorce of course I had that moment but mm-hmm. when I pray I pray to God about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I asked him for what I really wanted, I asked him for the faith, the finances. He had to have his family structure together. You know, was it faith, finances, family, and the other F word that we can't mention had to be on point. But mm-hmm. that, the other F word, you know, it was the gravy. Okay, it was foundation. <laughs> faith, Family, family foundation. Whatever it is, it is it's there. It's there. Yes. It had to be faith first, then family, then finances, then yeah, foundation, foundation. Right. and then the other F at the right. end. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely. That, that that was just the gravy, you know. Mm-hmm. Because you know, all of that when you're young, you're thinking, Yeah, we, we can be banging it out and doing all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you get older you realize the importance of all the other things, all the other Fs that you should really be paying more attention to because mm-hmm. now you're getting older, you wanna be settling down with somebody that you can trust and you can really have good communication with. Because if something happened to you, you know, somebody that you just having sex with, I mean, they're not gonna come and Make sure you get to the doctor's appointments and, Mm-mm. you know, choose your nursing home for you. And, you know, they're not, they're not about that life. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's one of the reasons why I guess these days we have so many, so, so many independent women. Because we know that we're not going to, to, you know, depend on a man to do that for us. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we probably have already paved the way for that to happen on our own. That's one of the reasons why we depend on each other. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, now that women are groomed or bred to try to do things independently because right. our black men or even men in this generational time now have become so scarce or fit into the mold that, oh, it's five women for every man. I can That's do what it. I want to do as long as Susie and Jackie say, okay, you can do that, and I'll still be with you. Right. So it's like, as so a, I as a woman, you got to have your own. You got to take care of your own. Exactly. And then you're getting that man that you think you want or says what they're going to do or be there for your corner. It's like a bonus if you get that. Mm-hmm. And exactly. so you're ready to do everything by yourself. Some men are intimidated by that. Oh, so, yeah. Yes. 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 Definitely. They they really and that's when you know that's not the one you need to be with because exactly. look at what look at what all it took for us to just get set up today right. in the studio. You know, my man came in here and he didn't got all the mics ready and got right. the the monitor ready and teaching me a few things. Like I'm definitely not going to be putting producer on my resume anytime soon. <laughs> but, 
you know, at least I know how to work some things now. Right. You know, yeah. you, you want to be with somebody that's that's gonna not only support you, support your dreams, mm-hmm. but also be able to learn something from them. Right. 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 You know, because I will run over somebody. That's yeah, me. You're never, you're never too old to stop learning, and it's our personalities that yeah, you know, that we have that we feel I call it strong-minded, very, <laughs> and not stubborn or whatever. But I mean, when you have a purpose or a vision or whatever, a goal mm-hmm. that you want to exactly. be set, or you have a a list of agenda, okay, A B C D. This is what I'm gonna do. I mean, he's there to support you. That's wonderful. But you don't want no man saying, oh, you was going to do that? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just sit back and watch you do it. But yeah. even now, like, if you go to these, like, little things, in which sometimes I do, just to see what it says. But they want a man, well, they want you to cater to a man. Right. They want you to be, like, like you're needed. Like, like they need you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you need them. Like, okay. Back in the 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s, when you needed a jar open, what do you do? Go to your husband. That's, and they feel needed, like they strong, like they this mm-hmm. and like that, that. Now, I'm, here's what I'm finna do. I ain't finna call you. I'm finna hit this to the side of this counter. <laughs> it's open. Bam, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? But that's because they have become so scarce. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't you don't find a man still over a stove or anything like that or trying to help you with cooking and stuff like that. No, they out trapping. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and they expect, you know, you to for them to come home and you to have this done. No, I'm out trapping too. You know what I'm saying? Don't come at me yeah. 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning where you at now. You ain't answer your phone at the time. You was out. <laughs> oh and I made goodness. another decision. Right. Right. So, I mean, and everybody know that, you know, ain't nothing open believe at, what, 2, 3, 4, 5 Booty o'clock in the morning. Hours. Oh, hello. I'm just saying. So, since you out doing 2, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning things, I'm going to be out doing 2, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning things, too. Well, there you go. I mean, tip for tap. And some men think that sex is more important in a relationship to a woman sometimes, so they don't feel like, mm. hey, she's not paying me enough attention, my sex not must be good enough for her, let me show it's good enough to somebody else. And yeah, it's that male ego. Well, you out, mm-hmm. um, no, not even that. You out here showing off your disability. If you know you can't go, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you out here showing off your disability. Let's just be honest with it. I'm just going to be real with you. Like, if you know good and well, if you can't go past four minutes, don't, don't, and that's not even counting foreplay. Don't even go there. On another note, like, on that, uh, on that track, some women, if you don't tell a man he has a disability, he don't think he's, you know, and that's that's what we need to stop doing. Stop hyping them up. If then, if then, if the sex is trash, just tell them, listen, buddy, I'm sorry. Believe you me. Yeah. Now you can dress matter. it up. You, you don't have to really crush his dreams. You know? <laughs> I'm trying you to let him be You want it to be great. a learning experience. I'm trying to let him be great. I'm going to let him be great no. for a minute. No, and I'm not saying Maybe that. Maybe let him be, be great, great in the moment. But the right day in the after, moment. And then afterwards be like, you know what? Discussion. Your phone minutes wasn't hitting it. And I, I tell. <laughs> I do tell. She is like, so brutally honest. I, I am so brutally honest when it comes down to that. I will let him know, you know what? 
your four minutes wasn't it. Like, can we try something? Can we do something? And he'd be like, well, you shouldn't be so good. I'm going to tell you this, too. Every man wants a woman that's a nympho up until they meet that nympho. <laughs> right. And then they don't know and what then to do. be like, dang, we just went at it. I've only met, like, one guy that could probably keep up with me when it comes down to something like that. Like, we could probably go maybe six or seven times a day. I've only met one. Where do you have time? So she ain't working then? Oh, I'm working. <laughs> we can get it in at she ain't different times. Right. We can get it in at different times, but... Okay. And that's just recently. Otherwise than that... I ain't met nobody that could keep up with my sex drive. So what if your partner is doing or, or is into something that you're not down with? It depends on what it is. Oh, okay. So you try something? something I'll try you? most things. Some things I won't try. Oh, like you try I'm not anything once. No, I no, no. I'm just teasing. <laughs> no. If it's if it's gotta do with a female with another female, I ain't with it. No, well, not, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, not I'm with not, it. I'm not with that. But, no. Mostly, okay, females and, and dogs and stuff oh, like that. Oh, well, you know, nobody's no, in no reality. I don't know. I've seen some really bad things <laughs> that's going on, so no, that's I'm not with that. That's but a hard no for me. I know. That's, man, whew, that's brick wall, steel wall, steel door, all that. Mm-mm. But other things I can I can do. I can do. I'm I'm willing to try. I I, I have tried. Oh, okay. oh no! I mean, this is unplugged. So oh yeah, I have tried. <laughs> uh, ladies, don't don't try everything. Leave some for your husband. Yeah. Wink, wink. See, that's what they wink, tell wink. you. Wink, wink. That's what they tell you. They tell wink, you wink. save yourself for marriage, which you know I'm not gonna say uh. not to do that. You know, there's a. Uh-uh, I, I think try. my parents focused so much on that. I gotta try what's up under the hood because what if I don't like it? What if I don't like it? But you can you teach people how to work uh-uh. you out. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. no. I gotta. Oof. I don't think she has patience in the bedroom. No. I don't. It's you know, either. there's men out there looking for virgins, so women aren't looking for virgins either? No. Now, if I gotta teach you, you gotta. Come in with the basic skill set. You got to, man, more than basic. <laughs> you got to come with a little bit of experience for me. I, I'm sorry. She I can't teach you. She's about to jump off the diving board with no life jacket. Right? <laughs> you better dive in like Trey Tones. I'm telling you. <laughs> you better swim. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> so, what advice would you guys give to women out there that's trying to get into relationships that really just want to lock it down and be in like a fruitful, meaningful relationship? Well, my thought is, and I learned this a long time ago, that dating, I went to a counselor at one point, like me and one of my ex-boyfriends, we went for relationship counseling. And so the lady at the time, um, with him out of the room, she told me, well, you know, dating is like trying on clothes or trying on a coat. Okay, you let me see if this arm fits and this, okay. can I zip it up? Is it too big? Does it fit right around the collar? Or do I gotta pull on it or tug or twist it to get it to fit the way I like? Or can I just throw this on? Oh, it's perfect. I like it. I'm taking it home. So, you know, there's so many different styles of coats out there. <laughs> you try one on. 
you buy the coat, you take it home, you look at your stuff in the mirror. Uh, it looked good in the store, but I think I'm going to return this one. Or you got that one that fits and you lose some weight. Oh, the coat's too big now. Or, you know, you eat too much and now the coat's too little. You could outgrow that person. Or, you know, so dating is just that. Like dating, it, even if there is a commitment, you haven't set that I do standard or level yet. Right. So if they're not meeting your boundaries or crossing your boundaries or if they're not, um, I would say on your level, don't lower yourself to meet them. They need to rise up, you know, to meet where you are. And then if that's the case and everything works out, then that coat is perfect. You keep it. Right. And it's hard out here in the dating world nowadays. So you have to have your eyes open, peeled, and be knowledgeable about what you want and stand firm because some men out here will walk all over you, manipulate you. I mean, don't get it wrong. Women out here, they do that too because I've seen it the other way around Don't also. you turn around and look at me when you said that? No, I was not <laughs> pointing out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I'm just saying that would be some good advice to, to like just don't hop in a relationship with the first guy that tells you they love you or you're pretty or whatever because you're beautiful within. You know, it's other compliments. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, I like your personality. Oh, this and that. Now, all your hair is good. Your nails on fleek. Your clothes is all designer. That's not what you should Materialistic. be Materialistic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about you, Mandy? Mm. Well, if I had to do the whole coat thing, I mean, my taste in coats differ from day to day. So, I mean, <laughs> I might, I might... <laughs> I might want a trench coat today and tomorrow I want like a half right uh-huh. a chinchilla uh-huh. I might want that but uh, or you might want leather oh man I always do that I always with do the high heels and the with the <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah but um with with relationships or whatever if I had to Give somebody advice on if you really want to settle down and things like that. Make sure that you look at all the signs. Like, don't settle. Don't do like me. Don't settle for less. But I'm I'm with what Sharon said, you know. Um, with the scarce of men today, I'm sorry. Me, I have to at least get at least two to three to get that ideal man. And I know it sounds really bad. And I'm not out here popping it like that, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I'm not. But like, one is for communication. One is like the ideal man that I want, but I can't have. And then the other one is for sexual pleasure. I'm on, I'm only with two. I'm only seeing two. Oh, but that's three. No, but I don't have the third one. I'm on here. Oh wow! I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I'm I'm having addition problem, but you know, with that, and it's true because you know they're so used to like the side pieces and things of that nature that's willing to accept them for whoever that they are. Right. That when they get someone real, they really don't want that. Like, I know with my fiancé slash boyfriend slash right now, um, he is, he's, he's, you know, oh, my bad, I'm sorry. He has this one, one line to where that he wants this with me, mm-hmm. but then he can't stop going out oh. with everybody else too. 
And this is something that I know. And I'm a realist. I see things at face value. So it's either me, I accept it, or B, I don't. And I will get tired. And I know I will. But that's one of the reasons why I say I'm going to drag out this engagement for as long as I possibly can. I mean, it's your life, you know. Yeah. This is a judgment-free zone. You know? Oh, yeah, and most definitely. Most we're definitely. We're definitely not judging. But, oh, no. You know, we definitely want... My advice would be know who you are. Know yeah. your worth. Yes, definitely. You know, there are some good men out there or some good partners out there, you know, that's ready to be in relationships with people. Right. But if I were to really sit down with, with somebody and, and just from my own experience, which wishing someone had sat down with me, mm-hmm. make sure that you have all your baggage tied up. Right. Don't yeah. come into relationships broken. Mm. Take time to heal from those past relationships before jumping into something new because you deserve to really have a nice fresh start mm-hmm. if that's where you want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't drag somebody else through your stuff. Right. And, and, or thinking that this person is going to go ahead and fix it for you. Yeah. yeah. No. That could just be a band-aid or that could just be like a domestic situation, a violent situation waiting to happen. Right. right? And you don't want that. Right. You know, for right. people that are looking to get married and, um, you know, have the forever stuff, you know, you definitely want to just... Make sure that you you have it together. You know, right. don't sit there across the table asking the man what he's bringing to the table okay. if you're not bringing anything. You can't right. require them to bring stuff to the table if you only bring in your hands. Yeah, right. I am the table and mm-hmm. the chair. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. That's it. You That's can good. prepare the meal. I mean, if he brings right. half the meal, it's like a potluck. Let's let's see what everybody can bring to right. the table. Yeah. Right, right, you know, right. So I think we gave. Um, I think this was a really great discussion. We may need to do a part two. Oh, most definitely. I'm with it. Relationships is um, not a vague subject because there are many areas. I'm sure that we miss some, but it's hard to just bottle it in one little... One hour. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because relationships, I mean, you have all kinds of... I mean, you have friendships, you have domestic Mm -hmm. relationships, you know, Mm -hmm. you have relationship with your parents you know yeah and and that's a whole other subject because you know i'm not very close with my parents and you know i envy a lot of people that really have that really close-knit relationship with their parents because i felt like they didn't they didn't prepare me for real life yeah and had i really had that structure growing up i think some of the decisions that i made in relationships would have been different yeah and that's where it all starts like you know say that's where it all starts at. And so when you see that part of it broke down, then it's just like it paved the way for you. Exactly. Right. And so while my eyes were open, you know, the things that I learned, I try to pass it down to my kids because they're in their 20s, right. mid, mid-20s at that. Right. And they don't need to step in the landmines that I stepped in. I already blew those up. You don't right. need to go in and try and see if it's... If it's still good. Still there. Right. right. It's still you good. You know, just trust that I'm telling you now, I'm not going to run your life for you. Right. You know, you're going to have to make that decision as an adult. But in essence, I still want them to meet somebody that's nice and respectable and, yeah. you know, have somebody just love them for who they are and meet them for where they are in life. Yeah. yeah. And don't judge them. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. 
Well, ladies, it has been great speaking with you guys today. You as well. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm so glad you guys wanted to do this podcast and it came out with just a a conversation while I was getting my hair done. Right. I know, right? (laughs) And you keep showing up on the right thing. I know, right? That's what I'm right? Yeah, well, that conversation, you know, that's unplugged, unplugged. But, oh, that's, that's a, unplugged, unplugged. That's the after 5.95 per minute, y'all. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> so worth it. But I think we gave the listeners a lot to really consider. Most definitely. A lot to think about. If yeah. not a good laugh. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> we, we definitely did that. And you definitely spilled some tea on a few things, like that whole condom situation. Yeah. That, 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 that happened to me a couple times in really? my younger days. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You get stuck. You know, I mean, she yeah. cried. I ain't lying. She cried. But I hope that um, all the folks and the, the women that are really trying to reach, you know, I hope mm-hmm. they've learned something. And, you know, if they want to reach out and leave a voice message on the Anchor, you know, site when we post this episode, you know, yeah. maybe we'll have them um, do some question and answers if they yeah. want to leave some messages. In the voice message, you know, we can answer the questions in another podcast. Yeah, so feel free sure. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a so, open book. Well, we I think we're all open books. Yeah. So thank you, Mickey and Sharon. No thank you. You're thank welcome. you so much. It's beautiful. Y'all. I like it. You're Sister welcome. Hood. All right. We will see you in another episode. Whoop, whoop. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining this episode of the Save Our Sisters Unplugged podcast. Hopefully, you found it to be inspiring and you've received great information you can use in your daily life. If you've enjoyed this episode, please add us to your favorites and share it with your friends. To connect with us, leave us a voice message via the link in the episode description or email us at saveoursisters2020 at gmail.com. If you would like to continue the conversation, join our Save Our Sisters group on Facebook to share your thoughts and experiences, or if you just need some sisterly support. Until next time.